Welcome to Season 5 of the Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom, where we talk with enterprise and technology platform leaders about the people, processes, and platforms that make marketing and customer experience successful, scalable, and sustainable. This is what creates an Agile brand. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom, advisor and consultant for Fortune 1000 marketing and CX leaders and teams as principal and chief strategist at GK5A and best-selling author, keynote speaker, entrepreneur, and Agile certified coach. The Agile Brand Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to teksystems.com. To sign up for the Agile Brand newsletter and get the latest insights and articles on marketing technology and CX, or to purchase a copy of my latest book, House of the Customer, go to gregkillstrom.com. You can also find all my books on Amazon and other retailers. And now on to the show. Today, we're going to talk about the value of a well-informed customer and marketing complex service offerings such as health insurance plans in order to educate consumers and get the best results for everyone. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Alyssa Alsheimer, SVP Marketing and Engagement at Wellframe. Alyssa, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks for having me, Greg. Great to be here. Yeah, looking forward to talking about this with you. Uh, But why don't we get started with you giving a little background on yourself as well as a little bit about what you do at Wellframe. Absolutely. So I actually came to Wellframe from the agency side of things. So I spent several years working for a number of different agencies and holding companies and then made the switch to Wellframe in June 2020, where I lead all of our B2B and B2C marketing initiatives. Wellframe is a digital health management company that works specifically with health plans to address some of the biggest pain points in healthcare today, primarily the member experience and the cost and access to care. So we have a digital application that helps people engage more directly with their health plan. And for those who are high risk or have multiple chronic conditions, actually use chat to talk to a nurse for any questions they might have. So my team markets to health plans to get them to engage with our solution, as well as works with health plans to better engage their members. Great, great. Well, yeah, looking forward to talking about this with you. So uh, for those in the audience that are located in the United States, uh, you can probably agree that our healthcare system and the health insurance offerings that consumers have access to can get a little confusing. That might be an understatement. But um, <laughs> so tell me, I know you covered a little bit when you were introducing uh, introducing yourself and Wellframe, but can you talk a little bit more about who Wellframe's customers are and, and what exactly do you provide them with? Absolutely. So we work with one and two blues and national plans. So some of the largest health plans in the United States across Medicare, Medicaid, as well as commercial. So if you get your health insurance through your employer, that's considered a commercial line of business. So we cover a ton of different members who are in different stages of life, different economic brackets, different levels of exposure to healthcare. But what we found to be a somewhat universal truth is whether you have multiple chronic conditions or you are healthy and new to insurance, most folks are confused by the communications they receive from their health plans and are looking for guidance on how to better engage with their health and better manage their health. Yeah. So in, in working with these, these customers, where have you seen some of the biggest opportunities and perhaps areas of growth in, in your work? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, so I would say one of the biggest opportunities that I see within health insurers, but also saw when I worked in B2B tech in a previous role, is that we tend to use a lot of insider speak when we're communicating with each other. So whether you're a B2B company trying to market to a company in a separate vertical, or you're a company trying to talk to a member, a patient, or an end user, we tend to get stuck in a lot of this terminology that is just not familiar to people outside of your day-to-day. So what we found a lot with health plans is that they were using terminology and communicating with their members that their members weren't familiar with. Just to give an example, digital care management is primarily the platform that Wellframe enables. Most people are not familiar with the term care manager. So if you receive a communication from your health plan that says, hey, a care manager is waiting for you, you're not going to click on or engage with that content because you don't know what the value proposition is. You don't know what the value is of taking that action. So we work a lot with health plans on better understanding how to talk to people where they are rather than using these terms that are so indoctrinated internally. Yeah, that is, uh, that's... Definitely, definitely uh, agree with that. And I think every industry has its own uh, pitfalls with that. But certainly, uh, you know, healthcare and, and insurance has has plenty of uh, plenty of its own p- uh, particular ones, right? So how do you measure success uh, with your customers then? So we measure success along a value framework. What really is impactful about Wellframe is you realize more value the more members you get onto the platform and the more people are using it. So day one, you're going to be able to measure things like engagement. How many people are on the platform? How many messages are they sending? How many touch points do they have? And a touch point, speaking of internal terms, is a really interesting metric for us. It's people who are sending or receiving messages, who are engaging with a health checklist to maybe take a medication or hit a certain number of steps in a day, or are engaging with on-demand content like articles or videos. So we're able to look at those kind of cross-channel engagement metrics and report back to health plans about how that compares to metrics outside of their digital channels. And then as you progress on kind of your well-frame experience, you get more and more into those health outcome metrics. So as you move you know, down the maturity funnel, you may look at things like we're winning more employer groups or we are more competitive in Medicare pitches. And then ultimately, what we're really trying to drive is health outcomes. How many inpatient admissions are we avoiding? How many people are not going to the ER because they're getting the care they need proactively and ahead of time in managing their health? And how many people are going to seek preventative care rather than reactive care? So like your annual physical or seeing your primary care physician. So we're actually able to look at health plan claims data and say people who use Wellframe are significantly less likely to be admitted to the hospital, but significantly more likely to have a regular relationship with their primary care physician. Yeah. And so a lot of that has to do with just creating well-informed consumers, right? So, and, and, you know, it seems maybe obvious on the surface, but, you know, can you describe why it's so valuable that both your customers and the end customers are, are well-informed from the customer perspective? It's actually something that I think is a little revolutionary as we start to think about the consumerization of healthcare, We all used to think of healthcare as very reactionary. Like I'm sick, I go to urgent care, I go to the ER. 
And yeah. I think COVID kind of created this rethinking for us, this reimagining, and also people looking at, hey, if I can engage with my bank and proactively understand my options, or if I can engage with an airline or all of these different industries and have a lot more exposure to them over time, why can't I have the same for healthcare? Something that is really important to my day to day. So I think you have kind of like the environmental impact of the COVID pandemic and people just thinking more about their health day to day. But I think the second piece is there is just tremendous business and philosophical value to giving someone the tools they need to better manage their health. It's mutually beneficial for literally everyone involved throughout the process. It's just a matter of finding the best way to do it. And I think where health plans are really starting to see is that you have to meet members where they are. Not everyone's going to read every mailer or letter you send or proactively go to your website. By using a platform like Wellframe, you can deliver content in a variety of different ways. So however someone wants to engage with you, whether that's through chat or passively consuming content, they can. So I think everyone kind of always knew that there was a benefit to getting people more involved with their health. They just weren't sure of the right way to do it. Before we continue, I'd like to make sure you're aware of the upcoming CXPS 2023 conference, May 8 through 11, 2023 in Durham, North Carolina. CXPS is a great CX event focused on professional services firms that want to know how to take the next steps to make their firm successful in integrating client experience with their firm's strategic initiatives. To learn more and register for the conference, go to clientexperience.org slash cxps conference. That's clientexperience.org slash cxps conference. And you can register with the code AGILE200, that's A-G-I-L-E-200, for $200 off your tickets. You can hear from top professional services executives and CX thought leaders like myself through a combination of keynotes, breakout sessions, workshops, and panel discussions. Make sure to register at clientexperience.org cxps conference with the code AGILE200 for $200 off your tickets. Now let's get back to the show. You touched on this a little bit, but you know, how about from the the business or I would even say from the brand perspective, you know, what do what advantages do brands have when their customers are better informed and when that brand is seen as facilitating that education? I think we see so much in every industry that Google reigns supreme. And so there's yeah. a lot in healthcare. We call it Dr. Google. <laughs> so what becomes important in building a strong brand is that when someone is looking for help or answering a question, they're coming to you first. They're not going somewhere where there may be potentially unreliable information. They're not going somewhere where they're going to get conflicting information if they're just Googling something. It's really important for these brands to be perceived as adding value and as someone you can have a positive relationship with, as opposed to something that honestly should be avoided at all costs. And I think that's kind of where a lot of health companies have found themselves is at the bottom of the totem pole in terms of brands I actually want to be engaging with. So if you actually provide that information, give people a reason to trust you and to come find you. What that means is the next time you need to ask them to do something like, hey, go get your annual physical, they believe that 
you have their best interests at heart and are not just asking them to do something that's ultimately only going to be beneficial to them. Yeah, yeah. And so this is kind of the inverse of that of that last question. I think you you touched on this a little bit as well, but you know, what what is the risk of doing nothing for for businesses? So, you know, not trying to educate their customers and and making them better informed. I think there's a, a, a tremendous risk to doing that. I think what you really risk is creating a vortex that can be filled by someone else. You risk being disintermediated and becoming simply just an administrative presence in someone's lives. And when we look at some of these large health insurers, we actually see that they have really strong brands and they can continue to build them. But the risk is if you don't actually build those relationships, all you're really going to become is like a claims network, claims processor and a physician network. And employer groups and individuals on the marketplace are going to start to question the value of how much they're paying for this service when they're not getting much out of it. Yeah. And what that creates is a gap for other entrants into the market that are helping people answer their health questions or are advocating for them. And they may realize the value that members are looking to spend elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Or they... They consult Dr. Google with with mixed results or, or yes. potentially worse um, chat GPT or others that who knows what who knows what medical advice they're they're going. I haven't seen any write ups on that one yet. I luckily haven't, but I have seen some of the other things that the Bing robot is saying. Yeah. So I wouldn't necessarily trust it with health information. But right. in the absence of information, people will go find it on their own, and they may receive conflicting information that leads them not to engage with a doctor when they should, or go to an ER when it was a simple question that could have been answered by calling a nurse hotline. Yeah. Health is just such a wide spectrum, and it's so hard to generalize in search results, or I'm sorry, even in an AI bot, yeah. that you really have to have that personal connection. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So... A lot of the organizations that I work with, I work with some in in the healthcare industry as well. But you know, across the board, digital transformation—you know—it's not just a buzzword; it's a real thing that's happening and and happening pretty prevalently uh, amongst large organizations. So, it's it's safe to say that some of your customers either are in the middle. Uh, in the beginning or perhaps towards the end of some kind of transformational effort, what challenges or perhaps opportunities can this, you know, offer to your customers um, to, to be thinking about this in the midst of a digital transformation? Absolutely. I think what we see from a lot of organizations that are earlier in their digital transformation journey, it's a lack of direction. It's uh, my boss or the board or someone came in and said, we need to do digital transformation, which yeah, is right. right. Like that's, you put that on your to-do list on Tuesday. I'm going to do digital transformation. <laughs> right. Tell me how so, that goes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I would love to see you know the uh, breakdown of what you achieved on that day. <laughs> right. So what I think Wellframe provides and as part of our broader parent company, Health Edge, is a way of directing your digital transformation energy at an achievable goal. So from a Wellframe perspective, yes, you should do digital transformation, but it should be in the service of creating and sustaining stronger, stronger member relationships. So I think I've seen this in healthcare. I saw this in retail at the beginning of COVID when I had a retailer tell me that e-commerce was a waste of time and money. I think that there are various <laughs> forcing functions now that are pushing us to think about digital transformation in a way that is more 
actionable. And that's where I see a lot of companies today is I know I need to do this. I have a thousand old systems, old platforms, things that can be digitally transformed. Where should I focus first? So that's really where we come into play is helping you focus that digital transformation energy on transforming the member experience. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Well, one last question before we wrap up here. You've given a lot of great advice already, but you know, one one last piece of advice. Uh, you know, what would you say to even other companies in completely different industries? All of them are challenged with educating their customers, and I I can't imagine an industry where a less educated con- consumer is beneficial to to pretty much anyone. But I think you work in an industry where it's so clear that more education is is beneficial. What should these companies and these leaders and, you know, across industries keep in mind when trying to educate their customers? I think a couple of things. The first thing you want to keep in mind when you're educating your consumers is where the message comes through. So I talked about this a little bit, but people consume content in different ways. So you need to ensure the message you're trying to get across is reflected in video, in long form content, short form content, in an infographic. So the first thing is education is not just something that you can deliver via one channel, check the box and say you're done. The second piece of advice is consider the member journey or the user journey if you're outside of the healthcare space. People consume content in different ways, but they also consume it in different places. And it takes much more than one touch point to get a message to sink in and even more than probably five to 10 to get someone to take an action. So a lot of the education initiatives that I see fall flat are single channel, single touch point. They didn't read the mailer. They didn't go to the link. We're done. Because it takes so long for people to take an action and because there are so many messages inundating us every day, you need to take your time and build out a campaign that understands that people consume things in different places and in different formats and deliver your education in a way that's much more digestible. Yeah, great advice. Love it. Well, again, I'd like to thank Alyssa Alzheimer, SVP Marketing and Engagement at Wellframe for joining the show. You can learn more about Alyssa and Wellframe by following the links in the show notes on the podcast website. Thanks again for listening to the Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom podcast, brought to you by Tech Systems. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can access more episodes of the show at www.gregkilstrom.com. That's G-R-E-G-K-I-H-L-S-T-R-O-M.com. To get a copy of my latest book, House of the Customer, visit my website or you can find it on Amazon or other retailers. The Agile brand is produced by Missing Link, a Latina-owned, strategy-driven, creatively-fueled production co-op. From ideation to creation, they craft human connections through intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Until next time, stay agile.